Hi everyone! Today in What's My Frame, I'm joined by actress and stunt performer Amy Johnston. Amy is a third-degree black belt and has quickly left her mark on Hollywood. From stunt-doubling actresses on major films like Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and Deadpool, to becoming a leading lady in her own right, Amy stands out in a male-dominated industry. Today, Amy shares stories from set, how she got involved in the world of motion capture, and the importance of self-care while training. Her work ethic is clear, but Amy also has an ease and a confidence when talking about her work, an impressive balance that most actors could stand to improve on. Amy's journey in the industry and charm is sure to inspire. Please join me in welcoming Amy Johnson to the show. Hey Amy, thanks so much for joining us on What's My Frame. Thanks for having me. Can you start us off with your journey into the industry, please? Yeah, sure. So I grew up as a martial artist. My father was a five-time world kickboxing champion and owned a martial arts school. And so I grew up in that environment, uh, doing martial arts all the time, spending the night there, making up like fights with my brother, um, watching a lot of Hong Kong uh, action cinema. And I always wanted to be an action star. Um, and so I took acting classes um, in my small town of Gillette, Wyoming. Um, and then I obviously had to move to Hollywood um, after high school with the little money that I saved up to try to learn more, get in the industry. And it was a, a long journey, a very <laughs> You know, for I'm sure you totally get it. We've all had strange journeys, weird jobs, um, some worse than others, but you know, we all find our, find our, our way and our outlets. And um, I started out in stunts and then I, I started uh, like doing a lot of um, free acting jobs just to kind of uh, get better at being on camera and learning things and taking a lot of classes. And I eventually started booking more work once I um, it's strange enough, but I did like YouTube videos where I was, um, doing fight scenes and different things and I, it, they got attention and, um, I was brought in to audition for like action films because of those, those videos. So again, like, you know, we all know how much power the internet has and it was, it was pretty cool. Um, so thankfully for the internet, I didn't have to be as like, um, as aggressive with the networking because I'm terrible at that. So that was kind of my, my entrance into the industry. Amazing. So it was through those videos. Is that how you found your agent in LA for stunts? And yeah, so there's there's not really an agent for stunts. Well, there might be now, but um, for the stunt work, it's kind of just like who you know and word of mouth. Um, and that's kind of how the whole industry is, as you know. Um, and uh, but I did get my manager from a video that I did online, and it was the same video that I got um, an audition for my first lead film. So that video. It was called Amy versus Minnie, and I was just beating up a bunch of guys in a gym, and it got a lot of a lot of attention. I got my manager through that, so yeah, it's random, but it uh, it helped. I think that's where a lot of new Hollywood is going to be. People are going to be found and discovered through creating their own content because yes. reps are not going to be able to support with so many names on their roster. So it's going to be a little bit more of our responsibility. Yes. Um, what is a part of the stunt world that you wish? Um, people understood better or knew more about? Okay, so I actually uh, created a book on this. It's called How to Stunt in Hollywood. Um, and it's, there's so many things, there's so many things because from the outside perspective, we all look crazy or daredevils. And you know, the most common question is like, what's the craziest stunt you've ever done? Or like, how do you be a stunt person? It, like, it's mm. confusing, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I made a book, uh, it's on Amazon in, in different versions. 
But I basically brought in um, several top Hollywood stunt professionals and industry professionals to talk about, um, you know, how they got in, some advice, insight, and inspiration, and the stories of uh, several professionals to give that insight to people wanting to get into the industry or just wanting to know more. So um, lots of things. But uh, to answer your question, the number one thing is that we're not all daredevils. <laughs> There's a lot of rehearsal and and skill and timing and so many, so many safety precautions. Um, so that would be the number one thing. <laughs> it's not just like trying things out. That's actually, I want to get into that in a minute, yeah. the, the pre-production process, because I'm sure yeah. you guys have same as we on the acting side or in there doing table reads and all of this, I'm sure you guys even more so are having a very extensive and in-depth uh, rehearsal process. But your resume includes Deadpool, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Suicide Squad, literally millions of fans have seen your work. Do you have a favorite stunt or one that you're most proud of completing, one that was maybe like a mental challenge or just something that seemed um, very almost unobtainable, but you, you got it done? Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of those because <laughs> a lot of times like we, we see stunts and they look um, very difficult, but it's not until the rehearsals come in and like taking everything a step at a time that we realize that, okay, this is doable. We can do this. We have a good team around us. Um, but I would say the first stunt that kind of was very interesting to me was in the Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, as one of Scarlett Johansson's stunt doubles, we there was a really cool scene where basically it's me and two other characters and we fall out of a... a car door that like went off a ramp and that car door hits the highway and like there's cars exploding around it and it's sliding down the highway and we were we were really on a car door like crammed together laying on top of each other like we flew off a ramp and there were things exploding it was <laughs> it was very unique so I would say that was that was a pretty cool one and that's a great movie if anybody um hasn't seen it is really good and very action-packed um yes yes can you walk us through what is the pre-production process like are you guys helping come up with the stunts? Is there the stunt coordinator that's just telling you, like, this person do this portion of the stunt? How, how do you guys work together as a community? Yeah, that's a great question. So for every different production, it's different. Um, for a big budget film like that, we have anywhere from a month to six months to kind of train um, the actors, uh, figure out uh, and break down scenes and, you know, how action should be put together. And then we pre-visit, which just means it's a pre-visualization. We put the whole scene together um, with acting beats and everything, and we film it how we, you know, think it best shows the action and what's going on. And then we give that to the producers um, and directors and the team, and they look at it, they give us our notes, and, uh, you know, we kind of go back and forth with that. Sometimes, um, in the best cases, uh, the director will shoot it exactly how our previs was shot, uh, which is really cool. Um, but, you know, a lot of times it can just be so much back and forth, and that can take a lot of time. Um, but the stunt coordinator will, you know, hire their team. There'll be a stunt choreographer, several double, several stunt doubles, um, depending on the, you know, what we're doing. And then uh, characters that come in just for a daily rate. So there's a lot that goes on. Um, and then, you know, for smaller independent films, it'll be a much quicker process. We might not have more than an hour on set to train an actress. And I'm sure you've like been through situations or seen things where like, you know, we're trying to figure things on the spot or train actresses on the spot. Um, so it's just, it's all over the place. It's, you know, dependent on um, what the project is. Have yeah. you, um, I'm, have you done like action? I have done a very small amount. 
Okay. It's like my sweet spot. I want, I've done a few car stunts, but no, I choreography actually. Yeah, no. You did? That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but also there was a lot of prayer going on while it was <laughs> a lot um because it, it is you're exactly right there is depending on the budget of the project you might have all of this discussion and imagery that you're going through on email and in person and then it may just be like actually we want to do it differently and just changing on the fly and I think that regardless of your position in front of the camera you're that's part of our job. It's just that yes. on the fly ability to completely change and, oh my gosh. and become comfortable with it. So important. So that's, so, that's such a thing to talk about is like, we can rehearse even as actors, we can rehearse all we want, but like on the spot, things will change as, as they always do. Cause that's our life. And um, you have to be able to adapt to that. That's one of the very, very important um, trait or aspect to being in the industry. Yeah. Now, out of all of the different people, um, the different team players that you work with on a set, do you have a favorite role for yourself personally, like working with this per person or like with the actors? Do you have a favorite portion of your job when you're on set? Um, mm, that's an interesting question. I guess like as a stunt performer, I enjoy breaking down the scenes and kind of the creation process. Um, I always love when the cameras are rolling and uh, things are going and, you know, everything's racing and the adrenaline is going and whatnot. Um, and, you know, it's time to go, but I really enjoy the creation process and even like being behind the camera and creating um, the angles for what I think works best um, as an, as an actor, cause I do more acting now than stunts. Um, I enjoy the rehearsal process because, uh, you know, we usually have, if we have good rehearsals, like we get to really explore and have fun and we're not on a time sink. So, um, I guess rehearsals all around are usually my favorite. I think for all actors, that's kind of like, right. Part that's a little bit like summer camp where you get to know yeah. everybody and you're just like starting to build those friendships. Total play time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you've also worked in video games, both as a step performer and then with motion capture. And I think, motion capture is something that a lot of people don't understand what the behind the scenes process of that is. And I know, um, cause you are, you're a SAG performer, right? Yeah. Um, and I know that they just have made like a lot of gains for motion capture artists under like the SAG contract. So can you tell us a little bit like how you got involved in that and what the process is on set? Yes. So motion capture is one of my favorite things to do. I really love the environment. Um, so basically I was doing stunt work and I got called in for stunts on Deadpool and it was um, to double Gina Carano's character. Um, but it was after the film had been shot. So we were doing pickup shots um, on a mocap stage. So what that means for anybody who doesn't know what mocap is, is motion capture is um, we're put in these little onesie suits with a bunch of reflective balls all over our joints in different areas of our body so that all these hundreds of cameras can pick up those reflections and send that data into the computers mm -hmm. where the animators can take that and do amazing things with it. Um, and so I got into it first through Deadpool and then I kind of just kept moving in that direction and meeting more people and working a lot more in trailers and video games. Um, and now I'm very, very busy with that whole world and um, it's, total like improv playtime all the time. It's like such a fun environment and, um, you know, safety is better because we can have mats. We can have anything in our environment that we want. Cause, um, you know, it's all, it's all, uh, make believe it's really, really fun. Have you done any? I haven't. I've always been very, um, 
very curious about the world. It looks so fun, but I, I do voiceover and that's yeah. like, that's my, that's my contribution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, voiceover is great. And sometimes they bring the voiceover artists on the stage to kind of like be in the suit and get your, your facial performance and stuff. So that would be something that you could do. That's super fun. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where there's the further you get into the industry, like whenever I, I talk to somebody in there, oh, you, you just act. And it's like, well, no, it's no one just acts. It's like you're, you're your own publicist and your own rep and your advocate and you're doing numerous other areas of the industry. Like you're trying to work as much as you can and network because you never know this person could help you, you know this person that could actually make like a really big gain in your career. Yes, you have to constantly be moving and doing something or else like you'll go crazy in general if you're just sitting around <laughs> waiting though, you know, like. Yes, I think, I think that's why all of us creatives are getting a little antsy now because we haven't, mm. we haven't had that sense of community. And how does a video game set differ from the major, major motion picture? Like you were just talking about the, the yeah. and stuff. Um, so there are several differences. Uh, I would say the biggest difference is on a, a big budgeted film, there's a very strong hierarchy. And that's because there's, um, you know, little, little time. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people on, on the stage for motion capture. It's, it'll be like the director of animation um, for the scene. Maybe, maybe uh, if it's a big scene with other actors, there might be the director there. There might be um, stage manager, some techs, and then all the actors on stage. If it's stunts, there may be some stunt crews, but overall there's not nearly as many people as there would be on a uh, big budgeted film. And so with this, there comes like a really nice community feel where it's just like, hey, I think this would be cool. And the other, you know, person, person A says, I think this would be cool. Person B says, yeah, that's cool. Let's try that. Regardless of what position you're in, it's just a very much of like a group feel. Um, so that's very different. And I really, really enjoy that. Um, a lot of times on set on big budgets, like, especially as a stunt performer, um, people don't really speak up and, you know, there's, you wait your turn and all these things and it's great, but it's also really nice to just kind of play a little bit more and, um, work off of each other a little more naturally. Yeah. That's a big difference. And then safety, I, I said earlier, like it's, it's much easier to be safe. You don't have to worry about falling on concrete and hiding pads or whatever. <laughs> like you can have these big pads and um, they'll just create the environment of the world on the stage. Um, so it's just um, a different, different approach for different reasons. And it's just, uh, I kind of enjoy it more. I don't know. <laughs> I really like it. Now, I, I'm well aware, like, there is, there's this sense of community within every department and area on set, and I, I was actually curious, is the stunt community, does it have that small town feel where you are getting, you know, pulled onto a project by a friend or a former coworker, and people, like, looking out for each other? Is that there? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Super high in what you guys are doing. Yes, totally. It's kind of one of those things where you find a group of people that you trust to make you look good, to keep you safe, and you kind of stay connected with them. And I know that that's uh, also an issue for like newcomers coming in. Um, and it's important to, you know, have your group, but also more important to make sure that you are bringing in new people to keep things moving um, and give them those opportunities that you may have had. But there are definitely, you know, groups of people that work together. There's, there's like 8711. There's certain teams and gyms that kind of stick together. Um, and it's nice to have that, you know, comfortable space. And, you know, we often see each other over and over on different jobs. So it's, a, it's kind of a big family. 
just from like a, a former dancer space, I'm just so oh. curious. How do you take care of your body when you're on set? And like, how do you like deal with soreness and injuries? Cause I'm sure, you know, you come out with some like bruises and. Totally. I, I love that you're a dancer. Of course you're a dancer. Um, <laughs> um, do you still dance? I do. I still dance. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, it's more for fun at this point. I grew up in I love it. ballet space and musical theater. And it was like, amazing. My, my joints were like, you, you go girl. But that's something to have in your pocket. Like that's just awesome. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Any of those yeah. dance commercials. I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Um, there's, I, I'm obsessed with trying to stay healthy. So, um, educating myself is one of the biggest things on just how my body works and what I need. And I get tested done to see what like my body needs to stay yeah. optimal um yeah we get a lot of bruises um you know the better you take care of your body the less issues you're gonna have but lots of sprained ankles I had an ACL tear um pulled my hamstring like a lot of things happen definitely um I love Epsom salt baths um <laughs> I love saunas I love stretching hot yoga um I do a lot of like Mm, like weight training to kind of make sure muscles are, are like strong enough to keep my body together. Um, oh my gosh, so many things. I'm like obsessed with uh, keeping my body massages. Um, you know, those things are amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. And I have rollers and the whole thing. They're really, they are amazing. Yeah, yes, they're great. (laughs) Just for fun, when you watch an action sequence like you're you're just you're a viewer are you able to take that viewer stance and just enjoy an action (laughs) or are you like curiously breaking down how they did that or like editing how you would have done it better oh my gosh totally I mean we all do that right it's so hard to kind of step outside of of things and just watch it as like a uh yeah um, I definitely do that. I break things down with like everything to camera and editing and just like what I can take from it and acting and little eye twitches. Like I'm obsessed. Um, so, you know, <laughs> but it's okay. It's, it's our, it's our job. We're, we're studying, right? Exactly. Do, yeah. Do you find that you can enjoy things or are you like, I mean, it has to be like really, really yeah. good acting because otherwise like my big pet peeve is I, I had done a couple of web series and I got to set in on the editing rooms. And so I can now spot an empty cup on set, like from a mile away. <laughs> so like if someone is just moving this cup, just willy nilly, I'm like, there's nothing in that. Like, I don't even know what you said the last three minutes. I'm just like, so uh. Put water in your cup oh. so like it's like not even like logical things it's not yeah like, I don't really believe the choice you put behind this motive it's like the little weird things that you kind of ruin it for everybody around that's you. hilarious <laughs> that's a good one or like when somebody is like um they have a plate of food and they just keep like playing with it just playing with it the mm-hmm. whole time like or the ones that are like they're writing but they're not touching the paper because they think that they're going to do it again yeah. Like the pen is just moving like just there above the paper. Yes, mm. yes. that's yeah. a good one too. I have mm. fairly enjoyed some of these um like compilations of like editing errors that they're posting on Instagram from like where people are binge watching old shows like Gossip Girl. Like I saw one where like 
they had like not cut out that like Serena was wearing sweatpants. Like they clearly pulled her back on stage to film something after she thought she was done. And like the dress is like hinged up and you can totally see the sweatpants. Oh my God. I love it. And all these things we never noticed. Like I didn't do any sort of like acting or, or I didn't pay attention to film and TV so much when I was young. And so like, you know, nothing mattered. Um, and that was nice. <laughs> it's much more enjoyable. You just, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's a fairy tale man. That's really nice. Oh, but dang cap. <laughs> talking about acting, you are now an action star within your own right. You've been the star of numerous films. You've created your own content. What are like the new challenges you want to take on? Like, what are what are the like goal lists for the next few years? Girl, I have like too many, <laughs> too many goals. I overwhelm myself with goals, and I need to like cut it out. Um, that's a good thing. I think if you, you have goals, you stay busy, you stay productive. Yeah, but then, like, also, you know, during this whole lockdown thing, I, I realized, like, oh, I can, like, relax. And um, all those priorities I thought I had, like, are, uh, do they really matter? So now I'm trying to, like, have more balance in my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I have several goals with uh, in the industry and without. I'm trying to... Um, create several shows and a docuseries that I'm working on right now. Um, I, you know, I want to direct in the future. I love being behind the camera. Um, I want to do some action comedies. Maybe you and I could do an action comedy together. Hey. Super, super fun. I like it. Yes. Sisters. Girl, so yeah. I'm, I really, I really uh, think there needs to be some good action comedies, female-led. I would love that. I would love to see more of that too, because a right? lot of them are like pretty crass or like not not as good as they could be from a female perspective. I agree. I just agree. Just so saying. just saying, I'm, I'm saying too. And so like with that said, I want to like not have to wait on calls anymore. So I've been doing so many things to not wait on calls. And it seems like you are too. And that's so inspiring. And I think we all have to, you know, create those things that are um, going to last us beyond the audition call that we probably won't get. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that that is something that's going to be good coming out of quarantine. I hope that, you know, and, and everybody has to find their balance because I, I know a lot of people like felt this pressure that they needed to come out with like a screenplay. Yeah. Or, you know, like completely refreshed materials or, you know, whatever. And like these very, very lofty goals. But like at the same time, we also have to realize with the, the auditions we were getting prior it had gotten so saturated and the amount of opportunities and chances, there was very like low risk for any of the studios because so much stuff was getting made. It was getting cheaper. And I think now with insurance, it's going to like set that bar higher again. So getting auditions, getting things made, it's going to be harder again. And it's going to be more in our, our own creative hands to get it out there. And yeah, I think yeah. we all kind of fell down to base camp a little bit. <laughs> no, that, that's a very good point though. And um, yeah, that is, that should be a goal for every, every actor or person in the industry at some point to kind of find some st sort of uh, stability in, in all of this chaos. Like we're all searching for it. So it's just finding ways that you can grasp onto that, I suppose. Absolutely. Now from being like in the stunt position, and hearing them call action to being the lead and them calling action. What's the difference of the mindset? What's like going through your mind? Or is it similar? That's a good question. Um, man. Okay. Let's see. I, I, I'm going to try to be short about this. Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of things. So as a stunt performer, there might be more pressure because on a big set, 
you have to you don't already have the job you like you don't already have the attention and you're not proven like you're not um looked at you're you're coming onto the stage or coming onto set with probably most of the crew not knowing you especially if it's your first stunt and so like they expect these amazing things from the stunts um it's always the highlight of the day um for the crew and so like there's i would say there's almost more pressure because the stunt you wait around like nine hours in the day and then it's the last thing at night at like one in the morning you do your stunt a lot of times and so like there's all this pressure kind of building up and um you have to hit it perfectly uh, very quickly because they don't give you uh, the time always to to get the job done perfectly and if you make a mistake they might not care so you have to like I kind of feel like there's more pressure for stunts with acting you come on as the lead you already got the audition there might be people who don't believe in you on on set but like the people that matter already believe in you um you've probably had rehearsals with a lot of these people there's kind of um they kind of already know of you and know who you are and know what you can do so like there's pressure in different ways mm -hmm but I would say there's a lot of pressure as a stunt performer. Um, as far as like what's in my head when they call action, um, with stunts, it's more of like um, ABC, what I need to get done logically, and then just kind of like trust myself. With uh -huh. acting, it's like get rid of the ABC and let's just be in the moment, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. Now, yeah. for anyone that is like new to stunts, and especially we're talking to like female performers, um, would you have any advice of how to own your space? Because there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of chatter. Like just like we were talking about, you know, I I you know did a car stunt, and I I've like been in sets where we had like squib packs on me, and like you know explosions or whatever. And there's there's this there's this energy and chatter and kind of nervousness because there's money riding on it, and it's different. How as a woman have you found? the space to, I don't know, kind of yeah. your own protection, mm -hmm. I guess yes. you would say. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, uh, initially in the industry, I was very shy and making my way up. And so I didn't know how to do that. And it became very uh, difficult and, and I didn't understand, understand the politics or how to stand up for myself. So with that came injuries and misunderstandings. And I have finally within the past, maybe like two years, um, been able to really stand strong in that power of what you're talking about. Um, there's, it's male domin male dominated industry. Um, and so, you know, we're always, for me, I found that I always have to prove myself time and time again and that's okay it's just i have to be confident in that and i have to know that what i want to say is relevant and important um and i have to trust in that and you know really it's in the confidence and knowing that you are worth that power um because it's it's yeah it's we can easily be um more passive i think a lot of times uh, women in general on, on the set um as far as like stunts go and so i hope that more women can find that power and trust in themselves and we get more female stunt coordinators of different ethnicities and you know higher up in 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 the producers etc of 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 the industry we get more <laughs> diversity as well because that will help kind of shift things as well i completely agree yeah <laughs> um, now just for fun because every actor has one i think um are you willing to share a like an audition story, like maybe one that didn't go perfectly. <laughs> That's a story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's like my favorite question to ask anyone that's an actor on the show. It's like, because I, oof. Oh my God. I want to hear yours. 
by the by the way <laughs> audition for something called um zombie goldfish oh that sounds fucking great yeah uh, yep. um and i had to uh go in and it was at um oh gosh what is that place it's on santa monica it has kind of sketchy auditions it's like Hollywood, Hollywood film or something like that. It's on Santa Monica and like La Brea. Um, anyway, it was Union, surprisingly, but um, they had like an empty um, like fishbowl and I had to just cry, just, just sob and cry because it was a short film um, that they did not let us see the whole like, script of until like we got there. And um, so I'm basically this crazy woman and I start killing people to feed to my zombie goldfish that's died because I believe it will bring him back to life. So I'm killing people and cutting off a finger and like feeding it to the goldfish and then ultimately get arrested and then hit on the cop that arrests me. Um, I did not get it. <laughs> like I almost wish I could say like I was offered it, like I was that good and I turned it down because like uh... common sense came in, but no, that's like one of them. That's yeah. amazing. I, that's, that's so great. Yeah. I should look it up and see if it actually got made. That's one of those things where like, you know, people always say it's like the big things that you like, oh man, I didn't get that. That's how they went. Like, no, I would much rather see like some of these weird short films. What happened to them? Like see who got the job and how happy they were about it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thank you for that story. You're welcome. <laughs> but it's been amazing if we'd both auditioned be like, no, that was mine too. That, that, that job. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so weird. That was my first <laughs> job. Yeah. That sounds great. Oh my god, Hollywood. Yeah, that, that's one of those like submitted yourself on like backstage.com kind of projects. Oh, you know, I started with Craigslist. There was a bunch of weird stuff. Hmm. Oh, you're braver than I am. Oh man, yeah, I needed to pay rent. Dang. Dang. All right, but did you have sorry. that you're willing to share? <laughs> sorry. Um, I can like keep going. I've been here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is a whole this is a whole conversation. How long? Um yeah, okay. Another time. <laughs> um well, we're definitely going like social distancing hiking later. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Six <laughs> feet. Decided, yes. Um okay, uh I've had a lot of weird auditions um I would say like recently an embarrassing audition I had was was for something that I really wanted um maybe this was like through two years ago um but it was for um the Supergirl tv show and I I was like coming back for like a, a good audition I was like a, in one of the top or whatever that's what they told me who knows it could have been like top 500 um but but I was like I was, I was doing fine and good and I came in and I like to like move around a lot of times if I, if I can, I like to have some sort of physical movement if I can. Um, and so I usually come in and I ask and I was like, um, can I move around in the scene? Um, and they said, yeah. And I had, uh, an audio cord attached to like me, um, that was connected directly to the camera. Um, so it was like a wire hanging to the camera and, and I'd never had that, but either way I started like moving around and I did something physical and I, unplugged I like literally tripped over the cord I unplugged the camera and I almost face planted um and I got up I like didn't say anything and then they were like um let's not move in the next shot thanks and I'm like all right great <clears throat> so like I do a lot of clumsy things like that um but then like on the other side of things I've, I've had a lot of weird auditions where they wanted to see my feet they wanted to take pictures of me in um weird outfits I mean uh -huh. 
Yeah. It's yeah. a, you know, there's a lot of things going on in Hollywood that are odd. So, you know, <laughs> being blonde here. Yeah. You, you what? The joys of being blonde. Yeah. 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 One of the, one of, one of the joys. One of, one of the, the many perks in Hollywood. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that. And oh, uh, also, okay. like, in all my years of auditioning, I have never been mic'd in an audition. Right? I can't even imagine that. Like, right? This, like, Why? blows all of these people that are, you know, in class. They're always like, if there's a chair, do I have to sit in the chair? Or can I stand? And the cast director is always like, you know, own your space, whatever. Like, to be mic'd? Why? Right? Like, and then have it just, like, completely, like, not even, like, cordless. Just the cord was to the camera, which I then dropped but oh yeah my gosh yeah 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 so you know well I mean you're didn't get the job you <laughs> spoiler alert uh, <laughs> but I mean you asked so I mean movement I mean movement. I mean I don't know I don't know it's not like you pulled a gun on them I've heard some like wait what I've heard some crazy stories from casting directors crazy Somebody... well, like prop guns but like oh yeah, yeah, and kind of stuff like they would bring like water guns that they painted black and then um my favorite like just bold choice like I mean capital bold choice um Brian Hill from Zane Pillsbury told a story one time when they were doing gosh I don't remember which show it was but they were doing some kind of a medical examiner show and the person had squib packs on themselves no, so they were supposed to be like trying to resuscitate somebody or doing something like on a body and like was hitting themselves and like blood was like exploding from the actor auditioning. He's like no. they're still finding blood splatters on like the ceiling and it's been years. That is the best thing I've heard. That is hilarious. And it's like things like that is why people think actors are crazy. That's like <laughs> who co-signed on that idea? Like who oh. Who was like, yes, that's going to get you a job. Right. Probably his mom was like, honey, you do it. You do whatever you got to do to get in that door. You kick those doors down, honey. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh, he, he kicked them down and then he kicked them right back up behind himself. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. I don't feel so bad anymore. I'll never feel bad anymore. I mean, I, oh. can't, I can't, I can't outdo that. No, no. You just have to come to my acting class sometime and just hear like our like commiserating and you'll, you'll be like, oh, okay. There's like sane ones, but we all, we all have like the stories. Okay, great. Yes. I'd love to hear them. <laughs> now, um, last question. What is one thing you wish you could go back and tell your younger self? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, to find that power, um, earlier mm. and to believe in myself and to stand up for what I think is right, not be silent on things, um, to find that power a little earlier, but you know, I, who knows, uh, I would, it all, it all worked out. And now maybe I am, I have that power because of the issues that I, that I went through. So, but that was, is something that I, I wish I would have maybe had a little earlier and been more, um, not aggressive, but also aggressive in doing things for myself and taking care of myself. I think that's a really good lesson for women. Yeah. In history. I mean, yes. I think some women, we, we think, you know, post me too era, it's like a safer space. And I think we're still trying to earn our place in a lot of settings still. Yes, I agree. And, and it I, has not changed as much as maybe the media would uh, let it appear. I know. I agree. 
I agree. But you know what we should do is we should, um, from now on, I, I, I heard that there's a new thing that you can do where you can like, basically like, um, in your auditions, you can have blood explode. And I think that'll, I think that'll really fix that. Our- that's going to, I think that's the takeaway from this episode is yeah. like, go get you some swim packs. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's, I think that's what we will do. That's, but, that's the plan. Yeah. And basically our careers are over because everyone's going to say, well, we heard Amy and Laura say, this is what I'm supposed to do to book the job. And they're going to take it and run with it. And they're going to be like, Amy and Laura, who? Where can we turn these women to like set them straight? It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. But we, we, it's so important to have people like you who are like, you know, moving forward and doing things and really kind of like making a statement for women and, and you're doing wonderfully. And I hope that more women, you know, keep, keep moving forward and doing things that they want to do um, without hesitation. It's lovely. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for making the time to share open our eyes for those of us that have always been curious about the stunt community and that world and how that you have so diligently built your career. And like you have all of these credits and you've built it into what you ultimately want. That's just, I so respect that because I know firsthand how hard that is. So I commend you on that one. I commend you on everything you've done. You're pretty, doing pretty dang well yourself. So proportionately dissatisfied that we as actors always have. But. Oh, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. It was nice to talk with you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And to my guest today, Amy Johnston, we hope you enjoyed the show. I'm Laura Linda Bradley, and this is What's My Frame.